You know, Brett Michaels said it best. <laughs> you mean Brett Michaels from WWF, the Heartbreak Kid? No, no. I mean Brett Michaels, the lead singer of Poison. Oh, Every rose has its thorn. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, Episode 259. According to research at the University of Scranton, only 8% of people actually achieve their New Year's resolutions. And how many of those people are lying? If five years ago you would have told me that I would be traveling the world and get to live wherever I want and get to travel wherever I want and whenever I want, I never, ever, ever would have believed you. And if you would have told me three years ago that Heather would be traveling with just a carry-on bag whenever it was that we were traveling around the world, I never would have believed that either. So if your goal coming up in 2017 is to travel more, or maybe if your goal is to just travel lighter, to throw down some of those huge suitcases that you normally bring on the trips and to travel lighter, to travel more efficiently, more effectively and quicker, and you need the perfect travel carry-on sized bag, I urge you, head on over to tortugabackpacks.com. Check out their brand new Outbreaker backpack. That is the bag that I am taking around the world with me now. That is the bag that I will be taking to Dublin with me in just a day when I step on the plane uh, to go to Dublin for a wedding. So check that out if you're someone who said, okay, in 2017, what I want to do is I want to travel more. Or in 2017, I want to start traveling later. I really do want to try to travel with just to carry on. Check that out, tortugabackpacks.com. Don't forget to use the promo code EPOP. That's E-P-O-P, all capital letters, because I'll get you 10% off your entire order. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and today's episode is a very special episode because for the very first time on the Extra Pack of Peanuts Podcast, we are going to be cross-promoting and running an episode of the Location Indie Podcast. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with the Location Indie Podcast, what that is is another podcast that I co-host with Jason Moore from Zero from the Zero to Travel Podcast. And every week we come on and do a 30-minute show on travel, on location independence, on building an online business, on finding freedom, and topics such as that. And what we wanted to do for today's Extra Pack of Peanuts show is cross-promote the Location Indie podcast that is coming out this week. And the reason we decided to do that is because today's topic is something that everyone, whether you're a traveler, whether you're not a traveler, whether you're someone who wants to travel more, whether you're someone who wants to travel cheaper, it doesn't matter. Anyone can take the advice that we talk about in this podcast, and it's super important because in this podcast, what we're going to do is give you a strategy that we use to look back on the year before, on 2016, and to also set goals and plan for 2017 in a very simple and effective way using the Rosebud method. So if you're listening today, what I urge you to do is, as you listen to this 30-minute podcast, 
actually do the activity that we teach you, that we will show you all the steps to go through. So as you're listening to this podcast, it's going to be a little more active today. Listen through the podcast and actually take the advice that we give you and implement it. And go forward with it because what we want for everyone, whether you're a member of Location India and a listener to Location India podcast, whether you're a member of Extra Pack of Peanuts and you've been listening to our podcast for a long time, or maybe you've even just found this podcast, we want everyone to have the best year possible in 2017. And it's easy to do that if you implement some of these strategies that we talk about. So whether that's more travel, whether that's some personal things that you want to accomplish, whether that's some business things, it doesn't matter. What we're going to do is teach you this Rosebud method, and that will help you effectively and efficiently plan your 2017, as well as reflect on the struggles and the big wins that you had in 2016. So this that you'll be listening to right now is a recording of our Location Indie podcast that is coming out right now as this one comes out on Extra Pack of Peanuts as well. So if you like it, of course, you can find the Location Indie podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher. You can also go to locationindie.com. That'll tell you about the community that we run there as well. And you can find our weekly podcast. If you want a little more podcast in your life and you listen to the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast, you're like, hey, I want to hear more from Trav or I love the rapport that Jason and Trav have together. Check that out, the Location Indie podcast. And let's get into this then, planning your 2017 using the Rosebud Method. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, the behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are leading that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I just locked myself in my own room. I'm Jason Moore. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. You can learn more at locationindie.com. Sign up over there and check it out. Trav, are you... uh, are you in a panic room right now, or what, what are you talking about here? Well, we've got this new property here in Philadelphia. I'm in the bedroom because I don't have an office set up here, and the doorknob is loose, and it was closed, and I was, you know, then you just start twisting and twisting and twisting the doorknob, and it wasn't making the little bolt piece catch, so I was trapped in my own room for a good two, three minutes until it oh, finally wow, caught that wow. I could get out. Wow. So, what a harrowing experience. Yeah. So one of my, the best things that I've done in 2016 (laughs) is the fact that I got myself out of a room. There you go. Thank thank God you're okay and you can record this podcast. Little victories, little victories, folks. But yes, I I did lock myself in a room. That's, well, I guess it technically wasn't locked. It was just stuck. I was just stuck in the room, which actually, oddly enough, Jay, happens in my house in Phoenixville as well. The doorknob always comes off. All these old houses with these old doors, the doorknob comes off. And if you're in the room when the door is closed and the doorknob comes off, you have to yell downstairs to get someone to come and open it from the other side, which has also happened to me this year. So I've now been locked in two different rooms in two different houses. I think that happened to me in your house one time too. It was, it was scary. And, um, you know, a couple years ago I was in Cambodia with my wife, Anna Dorta, and she went to the bathroom in our guest house and like the door just locked somehow. And she, and she was locked in there and it was pretty hot and humid. There was a, a, a window, but it was a very small window. It was like one of those, 
I would call it like a prison window where it was up in the corner and it was just like a small rectangle. And it was, you know, she was going to get out of there, but it was like a bit of a a scary situation. Like if I wasn't there, she could have been locked in there for a long time and she would have had oxygen and stuff, but it was not much, you know? And uh, so anyway, I had to go down to the front desk. I was like, you know, my wife's locked and, and, and they're like, are you sure you're doing it right? I'm like, I'm definitely doing it right. So they ended up like having to bring somebody in and then they couldn't get it open. Meanwhile, she was stuck in there. And uh, anyway, when she got out, it was like, she, she held it together really good, but um, she was definitely relieved when she got out. <laughs> it's, it's a big victory. It's a big victory because yeah. those things, those little things can be scary. And you're like, well, what's going to happen to me now? Um, speaking of big victories and, and things, you know, victories and successes and failures and all that kind of stuff. One of the things we want to do today is kind of give you a framework for a year in review slash planning your next year. And, and we do this every year in our community, Location Indie, with our community members. And it's one of the best things that we do each year. And um, a lot of people come and, and join the call and, and as well as we get tons of feedback. And then it becomes an ongoing thing throughout the year. And it's, it's accountability for the year that you that you want to have. And I think having accountability, we could, could touch on that a little bit, but helps you obviously then reach some of those goals. But I think another important point, Jay, is that you always want to make sure that you're looking back as well. I mean, we always get caught up this time of the year looking forward and, oh, what am I going to do better in 2017 or 2018, whatever the next year is. But it's really helpful to also look back and not get lost in always looking ahead because you want to give yourself a pat on the back for the things that you did, your big wins for the year. You want to look at some of the things that was a struggle because maybe those can kind of give you ideas on how to have to, to get past those for the next year. And of course, you want to then plan for your next year and come out with those things. And we have a, a strategy for doing that that's simple, but very, very effective. Yeah. And it's so huge, uh, especially, you know, if you're listening to this and I mean, we all have things that we want or, you know, we're going in general directions and, we need a little clarity around that sometimes. This is a good time of year to do it. And it's like for everybody here, the direction is, okay, location independence, more freedom, more travel. But, uh, you know, it's not like you get to some destination and then you're like, I'm here. Like, yes, you can become location independent, but then there's there are going to be new challenges and new struggles all along. So like you said, I mean, I think it is important because it can be difficult sometimes. It's pretty easy to focus on the things that are like maybe trying to beat you down. Like for me this year, that was like tax issues and different things like that. But like, it is very important to set aside time to celebrate the wins and the things that um, you've done that are good. And if you're somebody that's not location independent right now, you know, you should take a step back and appreciate the things that you've done to like take steps towards it. I mean, right now you're doing it by listening to this podcast. If you're somebody who is, you know, you have other goals or whatever, but like this time of year, as we go into the new year, it's so great to be intentional about some things and put some intentions out there. Because if you want to travel more, if you want more location independence, or you want location independence, it is giving you an opportunity to like block out that time and to choose things wisely so you can focus on particular things or at least have them top of mind going into the year. Here's what I love about this process is that it, it combines the fun part of of planning your year and, and thinking ahead like with the big picture stuff with because everyone wants to say yeah like everyone loves having those goals and, and a lot of people probably even write them down 
and you get all excited and you get jazzed up because it's going to be my best year yet. And, and you start writing all that. All that's fun. But it also gives you a systematic way to actually stay accountable as well because you have the fun part and, and, you, and you get to dream big and all that kind of stuff, which is great. And we highly suggest you do that and we recommend it and, and we for, kind of force you to do that with this, with this process that we're going to go through. But it's also then makes it realistic as well because dreaming big's fine, but if there isn't a, a sense of realistic expectations to help guide that, then it just stays as that dream stage. And then people, you know, we all see people at the gym, right? For the first like five days of 2017, it's ram-packed. And then, you know, you come two weeks into January and there's no one there. So the the system that we've come up with, and uh, I've taken systems from a bunch of different people and kind of turned them into our own location indie system. So I have to thank all the people out there whose like things I took from and then kind of meshed it into our own. But it's this rosebud system. And we did it last year and people loved it and it, and it's simple and effective and not hard to do. And so what we want to do is kind of tell you how to do it. So whether you're a member of the location in the community or not, you can actually sit here and do your, the rosebud system as well. But the benefit of being a part of the community is the fact that then you get held accountable. So Jay, why don't we start by telling them what the rosebud system is so that everyone can kind of do this for themselves, even if you're not part of a community who's all going to get together and do it at the same time on the same day. Sure. And this is a great framework that just breaks it down, like you said, in a simple way. The first thing you do is list out three what we call roses, which are your big wins for the year, the things that uh, you feel like are the three biggest things that you did the best this year. Then you write down your three thorns, which were your biggest struggles. And then... The key here is three buds linking this together. These are the things you want to grow and blossom into a rose in the next year. So basically, they're your goals. And then you take all this information and you come up with one word or phrase or motto. That's kind of your theme for the next year. So it's something that you can really keep top of mind every day. I can share mine a little bit later in the show. Something that can give you... um, I don't know whether it's a little slice of peace or a little... um, kick in the butt or whatever it is that like you think you might need on a daily basis. Uh, this is always my favorite part because this, if you're having trouble thinking of something now, this can become clear as you go through this. Um, and that's the thing I probably keep in mind the most. And yeah, the goals are great because then you can come back and, and look at them and, you know, see where you're at and you can have them throughout the year and you can change them throughout the year. Um, and you can change the motto. I mean, all this is subject to change, but I think having the phrase in the motto um, that's like the thing that's really easy to remember. And that's one of my favorite parts of this is coming up with the theme for next year and kind of like letting that define where I want to go in business, life, travel, and everything else. Once you're locked in, you can't change. Once you tell us your rose, <laughs> thorn, and buds, you, you cannot, cannot change, change ever. No, no. It is, we're, it, we're not what, flexible here. <laughs> what's great about it is that you're only coming up with three things, three roses, three thorns, and three buds. So it, it's not, it, it's good because it's not overwhelming. Um, it's not asking you to list out the hundred things you want to do next year. What, what we like to do, and one of the kind of hacks or tricks that I have for this 
is that I will always, I love brain dumping, okay? And brain dumping is just a, a term that I use for getting all my thoughts out there, like no editing, nothing. So when I'm starting to do this, and when we're going to be doing this in, in just a, a few days with a location indie community um, and doing it as a group and, and all telling everyone our roses, our thorns, and our buds, but before I get to my three roses, my three thorns, my three buds, I like to just say, all right, what are any, what is any win or anything I'm happy about last year? And just start going crazy. List everything. No editing, no saying, oh, that's not as important. That's not going to be one of my three main roses. That's not the point. You're literally just brain dumping everything that comes to your mind that you were happy about. Then do the same thing for thorns. All right. What are three, what are some things I struggle with? Boom. You might have a list of five. You might have a list of 10. You might have a list of 50, you know, but the important thing is, is just keep writing or keep typing or however you're doing it. Um, and I would recommend putting it down in some way, but you're just doing it until you can't think of anything else. All right. You're not editing. You're not crossing out. You're not saying, no, this isn't big enough or this doesn't count. Just keep listing it. And then what are the things that I want to do in, in the next year in 2017? Boom. Those are your buds and just keep going until you have, until you can't think of anything. And then go back and start parsing it together because I think you'll probably, that also helps you come up with a theme because you're going to see things emerge. You know, you're, with your wins, maybe it's more personal development things. Maybe it's more business things. Maybe it's more travel things. You know, you're going to see themes emerge in each one of these and say, Oh man, I didn't know I had so many wins when it came to business, but oh, I didn't know I had so many struggles when it came to like, my emotional life or my personal life and so on and so forth. So that's why I think it's important to brain dump all of them first and then go back and pick the, you know, quote unquote, most important. Yeah, there's three F's I want to share around this too. One is this gives you focus. I mean, it it, it can't help but do that. If you just start thinking about big, we always talk about this, thinking about big picture stuff, the stuff you really want to do uh, in your life, you know, it, you you take time to get a little focus on that. And that's surprisingly hard because we're so busy in our daily lives. We often don't take a step back to like do something like this. You might be listening, thinking like, yeah, yeah, this sounds great. Like, no, it really is great. Like really do it. I mean, there's too many things and I've been a victim to this where I'm like, oh, that sounds like that's something I should totally do. But then it's just so much easier to not do it. But like, if you do this, I promise you, it's going to be something that you'll get value out of and you should feel good. And I mean, one of the things that I struggle with this, Trav, is the second point I'm going to go to here, which is failures. And we talk about struggles. I think we use the word struggle specifically because I don't see like looking back and saying, oh, well, if we didn't accomplish these goals, we have failed because there's probably a couple of reasons we didn't. One, we just we just didn't because we set it too high or or we weren't able to. Or it um, led to something di- like you didn't achieve that that thing, but it led to something else or it led yeah, to a learning or, experience. Yeah, or, you didn't you didn't get it. And, and but you learned a whole bunch trying to get there. Um, and I mean, it's just important. I think, you know, I've, I've done some reading about this recently, just like goals and like our there's a whole movement out there where like you shouldn't set goals because um, you're setting yourself up for failure and those feelings of failure um, can like, you know, decrease your ability to achieve the goals in the first place. So there's some psychology and mindset stuff around that. And maybe that's something you believe. And I totally respect that something that I'm kind of toying with in my mind right now. But um, I still think when you set some, some goals and you're looking at them through the lens of, Hey, these, these aren't going to be failures if I'm, if I don't reach these, but like these are giving me some intentions to shoot for. And then if you look back and you say, Hey, I didn't get these things. Maybe it's because it wasn't a priority and maybe you realize, Hey, my priorities have changed and now I need to switch this up. And that's important too. And 
before we get started, the third F, I just want to say to tie all this together is this should be fun, right? I mean, like you said, this is like fun. You're, 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 you're dreaming, you're kind of planning and you're setting some things and getting excited about it. And, um, I just wanted to frame up those things before we go into it. Yeah. I, I don't let it overwhelm you. That's the important thing is that, again, a lot of people enjoy when the end of the year comes because it is, you know, even though it's just a calendar and even though it's just a number, people enjoy that feeling of a blank slate. And and it's refreshing to think, yeah, I'm going to set these goals and this is what I'm going to do in 2017. And we all like that because we like to leave behind the things that were struggles and we like to look ahead and dream. So you have to have fun with it. I would recommend as well, if you either type this up or write it down. I mean, you have to put it in quote unquote writing. I, I think that's very, it's almost oh, yeah. a non-negotiable. Yes, I, I, no. I don't it want is it a non-negotiable. It is a non-negotiable. I don't want it in your head. I don't want it just rattling around with all these other thoughts of like what you're going to have for dinner and um, you know, what's the last movie you saw and all that. No, like put it down. And a really cool thing you can do is either put it down in a book, if you're writing it out, that then that becomes your book that every year you go back to or put it down in a Google Drive or somewhere that you can save because what's really neat for us is we put it down in our location indie forum. And now I have my post up from last year and it's very easy for me to see exactly what I said last year. So when I now go into 2017, when I'm doing this for 2017, I'm reviewing 2016 and I look at the roses I had from last year and the buds and all that, that can help form what some of my struggles were, you know, or what some of my big wins were because, oh, I said this was a bud last year and all of a sudden this happened. Or I said this was a bud last year and it didn't happen. So it's really, it really helps to see year after year after year what you thought the year before and how that coalesced into what happened and how that looks going forward. So write it down so that you have it because you know, you're reviewing your 2016, but you can also go back and review 2015 and all the goals and stuff that you had there. So highly recommend you use the Rosebud system, three roses, three thorns, three buds. So three big wins, three things that you struggle with in the last year, the three buds, your three big goals for the coming year. And then what's your one word? Jay likes to have a motto. You can have more than one word. I like to I like to make people try to only have one word, like not even a model. Like what is the one word you're going to focus on? Um, if you have to have a few, if you have to cheat, that's okay as well. Again, don't stress out. Have fun with it. Um, but I think it's a really cool framework and a really neat system. And we've had a lot of people go through the community who have really loved it as well. And uh, Jay, I we would both recommend... If you're not inside the location indie community, you're not someone who's going to be doing this with us when we hop on each year and 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 do this and go through it as a group, that you find at least one other person or maybe a few other people to do this with so that you can hold each other accountable. Absolutely. I'm looking at some years from last year. I see one of your thorns. I love this stressing and worrying about everything all the time and not stopping to smell the roses, pun intended. <laughs> I love that. You know, that's one of the reasons we do this. It, it brings it to your attention, right? Like you're like, oh, wow, like this is this is a, you know, that's a good example of like a personality trait where you can be like, okay, like this gives me an opportunity to focus on this. And now I can actually build like a better habit as a person. So like this, I think transcends like not just getting to a destination that you've always wanted to go to. Certainly when you set the intention, you could take your dream trip to Southeast Asia or wherever, or you could, you know, start your, your dream business and, and, and generate, you know, X amount of passive income or, or whatever it is you want to do. But like, 
now we're talking about even improving your daily life. So on, just on so many levels, this is great. Um, yeah, it can be it can be business, it can be travel, it can be lifestyle, it can be emotional, it can be personality, it can be. It can be anything you want. And it'll probably be a mix of both. Like on mine, I have some business things that are very logical. I want to make X amount or I want to have this many members in location indie or whatever. And then some that are a little more abstract, frou-frou-y, right? Like stop stressing and worrying about everything. So it can be it, it it will probably hit multiple facets of your life. It probably won't be three roses that are all business or all travel, three thorns that are all that. You know, it'll be a combination of, of all of them. You know, Brett Michaels said it best. <laughs> you mean Brett Michaels from WWF, the heartbreak kid? No, no. I mean, Brett Michaels, the lead singer of Poison. Oh, Every rose has its thorn. I have the guitar here, but I can't. I can't pick it up. You want me to hear me play and sing that song? But you know, it is true. Every rose has its thorn, so it's okay to focus on those struggles too. And, and I, we want to improve. Would you say because when I went through my now my list is not complete before we did this podcast? You know, I've got some time before we do it with the location in the community. But before we did this podcast, we sat down and and made sure we so we could give you examples. We had. One rose, one thorn, and one bud, so that we could give you examples from our life, so that it can help you um, see uh, see how to make it real. And I'll tell you what, I was struggling with the roses and having a very easy time finding the thorns, which <laughs> I, you know, sometimes it might be opposite, and for some people it might be opposite. Maybe it's really easy to see the wins and harder to see the struggles. What about for you, Jay? Was it was one easy like you know when I started thinking I was like thorns, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and when I started thinking roses, I'm like, oh, what what was a big win? Uh, did you um, find one yeah, easier than the other? Yeah, and I haven't gone deep on it yet because I'm saving it, you know, because I know we're doing it with the community here next week. I agree. I definitely have a much easier time finding the thorns, but which is kind of ironic because I think Travis and I like. We've known each other for a while. I know Travis is a very positive person, and I think generally I'm a positive person as well. Yet, we're very hard on ourselves in in many ways too, which I think is why it's easy for us to find these these thorny um, situations, I guess, or like you know aspects of our personality or like goals that we didn't meet or whatever. You know that in its in and of itself makes me take an even broader view and, and, and realize, which I think like you did last year, cause I see your one word and I, I always come to the same res. It seems to come back to the same thing. It, it, it's about relaxing and taking things in stride and not taking things so seriously and um, not getting too caught up. And it's just interesting how like, it always comes seems to come back to that for us, you know. Well, uh, yeah, my one word from for last year for 2016 when we did this at the end of 2015 last year was calm. And actually, one of the big wins for me was that I without getting like too in depth was that I was much calmer this year than I was the year before. And that and that's again, it's a little abstract. I could I could give you specific examples for uh, for example, um you know, I was able to take like two months off and not do that much work. So that was not something I was able to do in 2015. I was calm about that. Uh, we'll get into it because uh, let, let's actually get into it now with our rose, our thorn and our bud. But looking back, I can legitimately say 2016, I had much more inner peace. I was much calmer. Um, I did start meditating some, especially at the end of the year in 2016, which really helped out. So there were some specific things I did that, that I can sp- say 
yes, I I know it's an abstract thing, but I was much more calm. So that was a, that was a big win. Um, let let's go through and just give me one for each. Let's just start with the roses. What was a rose for you for twenty sixteen? Something that was a big win for you? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna give you like. Probably my biggest one, and and this is why I love this because I'm I'm doing this in real time, like I'm thinking about it, and I've thought about this pretty recently over the last couple of weeks. But when this year started, Trav, like it's it's really been a crazy year when I think about it because I I had a pregnant wife, right, um, who I hadn't seen in like three or four months because I had to be back in the States because of visa issues. And she was living in Norway. I got to Norway basically at the end of December, which we could call the beginning of this year. Essentially, it was like two weeks from the beginning of the year. And we had nowhere to live, right? I had, I did not have permission to stay in this country. Um, I had to rent out my place in Colorado and like drive across the country uh, and deal with all that. Um, I had to figure out, all of this tax stuff that we're talking about here, like which has been going on all year. I can get into that later. So like, anyway, long story short, I think my biggest um, rose and the thing that I'm most proud of is that like, you know, we have a healthy baby girl. Like I have permission to stay here in Norway. I'm figuring out all this tax stuff. I have uh, found a, a place to live. A letter from the king to live in Norway. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Permission. Yeah. I, I went I mean, to the court and he granted me permission. <laughs> But it's like, you know, I started this year off with like, uh, as a homeless person with a pregnant wife, basically. And like, I mean, you know, I'm saying that tongue in cheek, but it's like, you know, we, we had rented a place, but we didn't really know there was a lot of things up in the air, man, like when this all went down. And that's a whole separate thing. But like, to look back and be like, wow, we like didn't know all of this. And now like, I'm here, I'm like taking Norwegian language, you know, it's like, wow, like look back and we did it. And that's pretty cool. That is very, that's what's amazing. I can't beat that one. That's a huge rose going from homeless and pregnant to, well, not you <laughs> pregnant, but having a pregnant wife, going to having a baby and living in a apartment that you own and is all set up and I've been to and is beautiful. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy when you look back sometimes how, how different your life was in only just a year because I think a year can go really fast, but when you actually stop to look back at it, um, my rose is uh, for us the Paradise Pack project that we do every year was fifty percent bigger this year than it was the year before. So financially, uh, we made fifty percent more money. Um, we had fifty more percent more people buy it. You know, we had we had more products in it. All this kind of stuff. It was way bigger. It was way better. And this is the key. It was if I had to quantify it, like five times less stressful. Because we had done it a year before, we had a team who was on the point, who was awesome, who handled the customer relations stuff. It was so much less work this year and so much more fun because the, the work that we were doing was the fun part because we had stuff in place and it was more profitable and people got a lot more out of it. So not only was it 50% bigger, but it was so much less stressful and so much more fun for you and I as the ones who are running it. So that was a huge, huge rose for me yeah and on top of all that we built a school you know from thank you to all the customers of the paradise pack if you're listening because we raised enough money to build a school for for kids through pencils to promise there was a big charitable component of that and that's just i mean 
that just blows my mind. It's that's so the rose cool. on the rose. That's, that's like the, the, yeah, the rose growing out of the rose. That's so amazing. Um, Give me your thorn, a, a big thorn for you. Oh, man. I mean, it was the financial tax stuff. And like the thorn has been going on and on many levels. It was not just the logistics of figuring it all out and trying to get all our systems in place for our stuff and my own personal stuff, but also battling this whole situation of being somebody who's, you could call it, digital nomad or whatever, like working from overseas as a location dependent. I can share more on this later because it's a whole other topic we need to cover more next year on this podcast. But um, it can get very complicated with, you know, finances and all that stuff when you're when you're overseas. It can. In my case, it is. Um, but I think I've kind of come on the other end of that. But that's been tough and stressful and I've let it get to me too much. I, I mean, I could give you the same thorn because we've had it both go through us. Me not as... as it hasn't been as crazy as you with with living in a different country and dealing with that, but just the the financial aspect and actually when you build a business, getting it. T- t- uh, thankfully, it's to a point where it's making a decent amount of money, but then you have to deal with the adult big boy stuff and big girl stuff of actually figuring out how to run it. Um, but my thorn would be the organization, and this was a, this was one last year too. Organization and planning and delegating tasks to to team members now. I will say a big win was getting it pretty locked in for Location India and the community and things like that, which uh, honestly, I have you to thank more than anything because you kind of took took charge on that. But for me, a big thorn was doing that with the extra pack of peanuts stuff um, and getting people stuff ahead of time and allowing them to use their skill sets and just just being more forward thinking and saying, hey, here's like five months planned out as opposed to, hey, uh, in three days, let's get this done. So um, a constant struggle, something I, I continue to struggle with, but have been getting better at. And again, um, something that's helping me is the fact that we're doing it at Location India and I see how well it works. And that's because you and the team is pretty locked in there. Um, and then trying to to move that over, and it's actually one of my buds, or would be one of my buds, is 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 taking that same thing and doing it with the the other business, the extra pack of peanuts. So, um, speaking of buds, give us your bud, one of your buds, one of your three buds for twenty seventeen. Oh man, um, a lot of the stuff you just talked about, uh, the you know getting getting everything dialed in with with our team and everybody on the same page and the whole system aspect. When I look back, it's dramatically improved. I think it can be better. You know, I think I can be a better uh, leader in that way. You know, we can make sure that we're we're getting out the message in, in the right way. I mean, I think we're always working to make this community the best. I'm talking about Location Indie now because I have other... We have other businesses and stuff like that too. But for Location Indie, I really just want to make sure we're continually... Um, doing our best to to serve everybody. I think we're doing a great job. And just behind the scenes, I want to make sure that we're doing as much as we can to just keep streamlining it. And um, yeah, and then for my first online business, um, which is in the event industry, um, um, I've just put it out there. I'm talking to some people about potentially selling that. So that's exciting. So that's a, that's a bud that's starting to blossom. And um, we'll see where it goes. I'll have more news uh, on this podcast if that goes through. Yeah, that's exciting. Awesome. Uh, I'll give you my bud really quick. Uh, it's it's very actionable. It's also very um, what's the like? I, I'll be able to tell if we do this because um, it's not it's with numbers. I can't think of the word, um, but it's able to be 
it's not as abstract. Dude, I don't know what I'm saying. But the Bud is holding four live in-person location indie events. So we'll be doing the, our first one in Austin, Texas, February 23rd through 26th. Going to be awesome. We got people coming. We got tacos. We got bike tours. We got business stuff. It's going to be really cool. But I want to hold four live in-person location indie events. Now, not all of them, as I see Jason like get stressed over there. I don't mean that all four of them will be these huge events. I do want to hold a mastermind in Cape Town, South Africa, but two of the other ones can be more informal like we did in, in New York City last year where it was like, hey, just come meet up. We've, we've rented this place at this bar. Um, anyone who can show up can show up. So I just wanted to make sure that we do at least four of them, two of which are well-planned type stuff. Um, so that is my butt. Is Chris buzzing us? We're at 30 yeah, he, minutes he's already. He's buzzing us, but we'll have to go over a minute or two because I got to well, hear your motto. We'll fill this out. Yeah. All right. So, well, first, let's, you're leading this off. Give me your motto for uh, 2017. Well, Trav, I know you're cheating. I know it's more than one word. I have two mottos, actually. <laughs> and you're cheating. You're but, double but cheating. There's a reason for this because they both can be applied in in different ways it'll make sense in a minute uh the first one that's the big one i thought about just stuck out to me and i i love to make things simple i want to simplify everything and that's why i came up with just three words less is more plus more is my last name so there's a little play on words there um so i can kind of apply it to myself but less is more and i feel like that's so true And the more i strip things down and simplify things the less stress i feel and I know certain things will perform at a higher level, either in business. I'll, I'll maybe get to go to more places that I, I haven't visited if I just focus on like, you know, one or two things. And every time I'm focused on less things, it just feels really good. So less is more. I have this little Zen calendar, Trav, that I love that we read every day. And one of the things that we pulled off that my wife and I are both focusing on is a little saying, I can't remember which order, but it's um, smile, breathe, and go slowly. Or it's go slowly, breathe, and smile. It's one of those. I think it's smile, breathe, and go slowly. And I mean, that's just a good everyday thing because I feel like sometimes things gets busy for everybody. And it's like, hey, wait a minute. Let's like enjoy this task we're doing now. And that combined with less and more, I I feel so good about those two things going into this year and, and keeping those mottos those saying feel free to steal it by the way if less is more is like you're vibing with that just know um, that you you'll be cheating because it's supposed to be one word just know that no i mean it doesn't have to be one word because <laughs> i think a motto is okay or a phrase dude or i made something. up this framework it has to be one word no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm kidding we are flexible here at, at yeah. on this podcast I, I feel so good about that uh especially you know, less is more so that's mine all right. Since you gave two, I'm going to give two because I don't know which one it's going to end up being. We have a week to figure this out before we do it with the location indie group, right? In person um, or, or, or you know, virtually with, with the whole group. Uh, my first one, which isn't that sexy, and that's why I might not go with it, is just batching. I, I think organization, as I said, uh, one of the thorns. So if I batch stuff... And, and do it all at once, uh, record a bunch of podcasts at once, uh, you know, do a lot of work at once, then go and batch travel and travel and not to work. It just really helps um, me keep a good work-life balance. So batching helps me with organization. Not that cool, though. So the other word that I'm going to throw out there that, that probably will end up um, being my motto is just gratitude or, or appreciation. Um, I just... I've, we've been doing that a lot in December. We have gratitude challenge inside of LI, um, where each day you're supposed to express gratitude to one person, and it just really helps change your mindset. So it, it helps everything. The feeling of gratitude you have for other people, and it helps you not worry about everything you're doing. So uh, that is my motto for 2016 or for 2017. Um, 
one thing we should mention, Jay, um, if you guys are listening, I highly suggest you do this Rosebud framework. Please take it. If, if you have, if you do it, let us know at Pack of Peanuts at Zero to Travel. But inside of the Location Indie community, we do this as a community every year where we hop on, we work together, everyone expresses their, their roses, their thorns, their buds. It's just an awesome, awesome session that we get to do with everyone. And then we post it in the forum. And, um, Every three months, we have an accountability call where people hop back on and we hold each other accountable. So just a really neat thing that we get to do inside with members of the community. Yeah, we're, we're doing that this year, the, the every three month accountability call. And, uh, you know, you can keep a personal journal and do this, but it's, it's so great to see it in the forum because you can just find it there. I mean, we just we just did a quick search and, and found ours from last year and um it's cool to have it to go back to and, and to, to kind of track. And like, that's what we're going to do this year is, is kind of track it every three months. We can check in and say, Hey, where this is at. And, and you can actually go in and edit your post there. So you could even go in and change up your goals. If, if you've changed direction or changed your mind, or maybe you started a different kind of business or you want to travel somewhere else. That's okay too. Um, yeah, it's really exciting. Man. I, I love it. Like it, every time we do this community call with the, with the, the rosebud thing, it, it gets me like, I'm already feeling better about this year and like the year coming up. It just feels good. I'm I'm really it's excited for inspiring. it. It's super inspiring. Yeah, it it's, is. It's like on so many levels. It's just so helpful for me personally. Uh, I know we know it's helpful for everybody else that participates, and we know this will be, be helpful for you uh, if it's something you want to give a go at. So, um, man, yeah, this was fun, Trav. I'm glad we got to share this. Yeah, um, me as well. And it's stuff that, as we said, have helped us personally and helped, um, you know, a bunch, a bunch of people inside the Location Indie community. So if you aren't a member of Location Indie community, if you're interested in learning how to build and grow location independent businesses, how to lead a location independent lifestyle, how you can travel more, how you can create this freedom, check it out, locationindie.com. Um, we only open up the community a few times a year for new members, but make sure you get on that list. We'll send you a lot of free goodies, things like that. And of course, you'll be one of the first people to know then when we do open up the community for new members. Um, and we'd love to have you in if this is something that you say, hey, yeah, I want to surround myself with other people who are doing this. I want to I want to be part of a community who's helping inspire and motivate each other and holding each other accountable because I want more freedom in my life in, in those facets. So location indie, I-N-D dot I-N-D. I N D I E. I can't speak today. .com. Not good for a podcast when you can't speak. Um, check that out and hop on the mailing list there, and we'd love to have you. So, thank you everyone for joining us. And please, please, please take what we've said today, um, turn this podcast off, and immediately start doing your roads. But don't say you're going to do it later. Start doing it right now. Hey, stone. Peace. <laughs> See ya. Well, there you guys have it. A little slice of our Location Indie podcast. So you get an, an idea of what we do over there on the Location Indie podcast weekly. And I hope that this really, really helps you give yourself a big pat on the back for the stuff that you did accomplish in 2016, as well as help you work through some of the struggles and realize that sometimes those struggles are the things that then will become big wins in 2017. And of course, I hope this helps you start get a start on planning your 2017 so that you can actually achieve those goals that you set forth. Instead of just saying, yeah, I want to do this. Actually think, okay, these are the things that are important to me. So hopefully this podcast can help you do all of 
that. And I really appreciate you tuning in today, listening to this, giving us giving you a, a little glimpse of the Location Indie Podcast and some of the fun we have over there. So if you're interested in that, if you're interested in a location-independent lifestyle, if you're someone who's like, yeah, I like to travel, but I hate coming back to work and I want to be able to travel more and live wherever I want and have all this freedom that you, that you talk about and that you and Heather are able to have and everything like that... Give it a try. Check it out. LocationIndie.com. You can hop on our uh, newsletter over there. You can get a bunch of free stuff. You can listen to the podcast weekly. And I also want to say that then coming up in our next couple extra pack of peanuts episodes, you're going to be hearing our year in review. So every year we do three episodes for our year in review. We give you all the stats, you know, how many places we slept last year, how many miles we traveled, everything like that. Episode two, we're going to be talking about the best food, the best beer, the best coffee, all the best things that we did when it comes wrapped up in food and drink. And then, of course, our third episode of our year in review is going to be our best of list and our superlatives and all the things that we loved about 2016. So all of that will be coming up for you over the next couple weeks. So don't forget, keep tuning in to the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast. And we'll promise to make 2017 and the podcast we release in 2017 even better than the podcast that you've been listening to in 2016. So have a great rest of the year. And we look forward to continuing to have you as listeners in 2017. And thank you for the ongoing support, as always, that makes us the number one rated travel podcast on iTunes. Until next time, happy free travels. I'll show you-